Welcome back. Another episode of the Limited Minds Podcast. Chill. Chill. Already back on your bullshit. I'm your host, Quez. Couple good people's here with me today. Man, Max here. Yo. Happy to be out of the house. You know what I'm saying? Losing my mind is lit. Last time I've been dressed up for something. Niggas just walk around the house depressed, bro. Sweatpants <laughs> and t-shirts all day. KC's in the building. Sweatpants. KC's in the building. What's up? What's up? You know what I'm saying? Boy CJ couldn't be here with us today, man, but we just gonna hold it down. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. So um Big thing going on this this Michael Jordan doc. We had hella episodes in, but it is what it is. Figure since they talking about it on the sports shows, might as well just go ahead and recap our own way. Um, I know me and Mac was going a little back and forth about the whole. I think it was episode two for the Scotty contract thing and. Heard a lot of rumblings going on about people feeling like my man Scotty got done dirty. Which I'm not going to say that he didn't. I'm just going to say I I probably did the same thing, man, if I was management. I'm not going to hold you. So for those of, those of y'all that don't know, Scotty Pippen had originally signed a insane deal with the Bulls. I want to say like 90... What year would this have been? 92, 91? Somewhere around that time? When he did his deal originally? Oh, uh, 91. 91. It was a seven-year seven deal, so 91. Yeah, 91 and 98. And for his deal, he basically wasn't going to get paid much. It was He was the thing like 120... First highest paid player in the league, like seven highest on the team. I don't know what he was when he signed it, but yeah, yeah, not yeah. And by this time coming up, Scotty had wanted to redo his deal based on which is completely normal in NBA to redo it on your last year. Yeah, based on everything that they Bulls had won, his numbers, his performance, all of that. Now, when Scotty originally signed a deal, he sat down with the ownership. And the ownership told him, this is a bad deal. If you sign this deal, we don't want to hear about nothing from the renegotiation at any point in time. I don't. I think you're adding on. I don't think the owner said we don't want to hear. They did. The owner told him not to sign it. They told him not to sign it because it was a bad deal. And that if he were to try to renegotiate, that they wouldn't because you're agreeing to these terms of this being a bad deal. You know, Scotty. I feel like they haven't talked about this, but... The owner has been skating Scott Free. We're gonna talk about that later. But this owner been skating Scott Free on these documentaries too. Yeah, we yeah. Gonna get into that. But he did like they did it. They did. Um, yeah, he's laying real low. Like a lot of these problems could have been solved by him, and like nobody really pointing at this. I see what you're saying, but yeah, that's another topic for another day. But now they did have um, people come out and say that the ownership did tell them, like, yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, renegotiate. Sure. I, this is a oh, bad deal. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was known to him, like, this is what it is. Like, you can hold out on a deal. But I think at the time, he was just coming off of an injury. So he had stuff to worry about, family, take care of bills, all that type of stuff. To paralyzed people in this house. 
so he signs the deal and now last year coming in my man wants to renegotiate ownership is still riding their horses of you knew what this deal was when you signed it we're not renegotiating the deal more so the gm not ownership though that's what i'm saying about them sliding scotty complained about them not getting the contract based on all of his numbers for x y and z they rolled with their decision to not do so jerry kraus who was the manager gm whatever you want to call it was not being overridden by the owner because the owner agreed Oh, he's the one running day-to-day operations for it. He has to say for the contractual stuff, which is how that stuff typically goes in regards to anything for a team. So, point of order, who was wrong, who was right? Again, I'm siding with management. Being that they already told him pre-deal, this is a bad deal. If you do sign it, we're not renegotiating. Mac, Captain Crusade, always falls on the other side of something, so... Explain your piece. It's normal for NBA or NFL to resign, not resign, but redo your deal in the last year of your deal, especially if you're a proven established player. So to me, it's simple that this deal needs to get redone. Like you've been underpaying for six years. I mean, I would have redid it. But it's it's normal for this to happen. Like he's not asking for anything crazy, anything unordinary. He didn't have to redo his deal three years in advance. Yo, it's my last year. I'm trying to re-up. You know what I'm saying? Let me get my bill done. Boy, ain't with it. Like, that's crazy to me. That's just bad business, in my opinion. I think I would have did it just for all his numbers alone. Yeah. True. I mean, I feel like a lot of these times, the reason why we differ on stuff is because y'all argue from a standpoint of what y'all feel should be done based on merit, where I'm going off of the I mean, logical I norm, normal business in the NBA. Like, it's, that's not even a feeling. But what I, I, I guess where I'm still siding with is the fact of it being a logical thing prior to him signing the deal. If I come to you and I offer you a deal to run your own podcast, say I'm a, say I'm a big time streaming service, and I'm like, oh, we have this deal for you. You're only going to be getting about, let's say, thirty five hundred dollars a month because we don't know how well the podcast is going to do right and we tell you up front yo once we sign this deal was for a three-year period these are the terms and conditions of x y and z once the sign is kind of finalized this is what we could do after the deal is over with we may be able to renegotiate for anything but during the deal this is kind of the best we're going to be able to do for you podcast takes off you start getting different ad money different offers for different stuff Say after a year. Let's just give it a year that podcast has been dominating. How long is the contract? Three years. Okay. You come after the first year like, yo, Joan looking solid. We're like, yo, we see what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You don't say nothing then about it. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But you're just like, yo, I just want y'all to notice you just trying to keep what I'm doing. On. Yeah. Second year come, you double what you did the first year. So now you really, really booming. Right. Now you so come to me yeah. and you're like, yo, what's up with the deal? In my head, I've already told you this was the deal at hand. I have two opinions about this scenario. One, if this is normal, then I can't trip off of that. But if you're, if this company, this known platform, is known to reno- renegotiate, 
two years before, I mean, a year into it, like this is normal, not just for you, but podcasts, then I would expect that. I'm not going to hold you. If that's the norm, I would expect that. Because you're not asking for nothing crazy. Yeah, this is normal. This is like when you order something online and it says up to seven business days and you get it after three. It's like, oh, we're saying this just in case we don't get it in Right. Three, but you're probably not going to wait really seven days. Yeah. You know I'm not saying? I'm not saying that they shouldn't have given him more money or that he wasn't or that he was wrong for not asking. What I'm saying is based on the original terms of them telling him, this ain't the best deal to sign. If you do sign, we not renegotiating. From that standpoint alone, that drink could have went one or two ways on both ends of it. Scotty could have had the career that he did have because he still got on. He still went on to actually get paid after that. Like yeah. his actual contract, I think he wound up over his just contractual earnings earning more than Mike did over the long haul. Yeah, he kept playing because he kept playing yeah, longer yeah. X, Y, and Z. But he went over to make over a hundred something million dollars from his contract, so it wasn't like he was never going to not get paid after that from his performance of stuff. I'm saying based on them telling him at first. This is it. This is the only deal we're doing. If you sign it right now, we're not renegotiating the deal. I feel like it's not fair to look at it that way, though. How can you not? Because injuries can happen. So for me, as a player in the moment, to be like, I'm going to make a bunch of money later, it might not be true. I mean, in 98, all right. So let me ask. ACL could have happened. Let me ask y'all this then. When and ACL when there's tears back then ain't like now like it's over when there's two sides of a deal being done who do you feel like takes more of the risk in the deal the person signing or the person attempting to sign someone i think it depends on the scenario honestly i mean most scenarios is probably the person attempting to sign them but not in all scenarios what, what, what percentage would you put it at maybe like 75 25 risk on the person trying to sign the person. yeah i would probably say 75 25 I'll, like I would put the established people in that twenty five percentile. Okay. Like in any industry, you know. Right, right, right. Not just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not just, not just right. Sports, just in general. Any, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say, I'd say eighty five fifteen for my end. I might even go ninety ten. Only from the standpoint of, and not just speaking of sports, how we said in general. If I'm the one paying you off for something, yeah, you're the creator or the creative that has the service that I'm paying for. But that's just it in my standpoint of I'm still having to run an organization as a whole, not just worry about one specific person. One specific person. So yeah, you so have greater- I have greater liability and stuff from my end. It wasn't that they, in my opinion, yeah, they should have paid him more. If I'm the person trying to sign somebody that's a talent, but I'm the management owner or whatever you want to call it, I'm taking the liability in it. From my end, because you're not the you're just having to worry about your brand. I'm having to worry about anything else that I have tied to me already owing or giving money in different deals. So if I come to you and tell you, yo, this is the deal that I'm having to stick with, regardless of it looking fucked up to you on your end, that's from your end, which is expected because you're not in my position. You don't know what other obligations of stuff that I have to worry about before I can can or can't pay something out. So it might not even be in a sense where it's that I don't want to pay you. Maybe just bound to everything right now i don't have the funds to do so and you're just not privy to know all that because you're not in my seat it's not to say that that happens all the time but there have been times where it's like yeah people then went back and renegotiated based on what the salary and stuff demanded for the cap for that team yeah, at that point basketball's a little different like like, but at that point in time stuff. i think it was also even known that they didn't they didn't know about how the deal 
um, like the national TV deal and stuff was going. And then even speaking further since from now, fast forward in time, the first, I want to say five to 10 years after Mike retired, ratings went down 50%. Yeah, ticket sales went down. Well, so that happened, yeah, that happened between the, the, the championship, runs. right? Yeah, yeah. So in a sense, that's even another thing for why they could argue, fam. I'm not giving you on this extra drone because we now back popping because one person came back. When it was yeah. you, it was it wasn't what it was without him. You were still doing good. You were still solid, but it wasn't what it was. So from our end, yeah, I'm not saying that you wasn't worth more than two mil a year, but the number that you could be asking me for right now, I personally am just not willing to take the risk on guaranteeing that you're going to provide back what I'm paying you. Yeah, we don't know what he was asking for. That's a fact. So but... that's that's what I'm saying in regards to why it seems like I always side on the the person trying to sign something. I remember even when we spoke about it with the whole make situation in their contract or the Mace I thing. Feel like, like, that's, like that's a huge different risk though. Like, I'm not saying it's not. What I'm saying in regards to it is just the standpoint of, like the I guess, of wanting to. Was not, that was, to me, that's in that small percentile. That's not a off risk. The, in, are you saying off the owner. initial deal or off the resign? That he the has? seven-year deal. That risk wasn't nothing for the Bulls. Oh, for him to get the $18 million, Yeah, that wasn't a risk yeah. for the Bulls, in my opinion. You think that was a risk for the Bulls? In a, I'm going to say, yeah. The rookie deal... When that when that deal was up, we could see. Well, I, we wasn't looking at him like we were youngest, but they could see. Yo, this dude is, is nice. But at the same time, he I'm also looking at the standpoint of he also was injury prone, and that's what his hesitation for why he even still signed he the deal. Running college, wasn't he? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The deal was based Coming on. Into it, he was already like. Hey, he was already like but iffy he, on yo. Rookie deals is like four or five years. I'm saying he was injury prone to college. He wasn't. And he got in the league. He wasn't injured. No, no, no. Right? I'm saying that to me, that's the reason they did that deal that way. Oh. Because he was already kind because of high was, risk. Yeah, he was already kind of high risk. And in his head, he already was, yo, this could go one or two ways. Exactly. Because his fam, he had two paralyzed people in his immediate household. Right. His dad and brother. Oh, yeah. So he needed a bread. So it's like from that standpoint, again, I get it. I'm not saying that I would have did differently in that scenario because I don't do the what ifs. You never know what you're going to do. Based on what somebody else did for something that you're not dealing with. All I'm saying is from any sort of brand or management standpoint of stuff, regardless of it, whether it always being fucked up or not, to me, there's a there's always a reason that we don't know for why they're doing stuff the way that they're doing. And so to always jump on the side of like, oh, they're wrong for how they're going about it. There's been hell of times where we've seen mad people get paid that didn't deserve to get paid either. I mean, I think you can go both So ways. It, it can go on both sides of it. So if I'm telling you a perspective, I'm looking at some like we can judge who's good. So like for the for the Hornets, right? Like Michael Jordan's a GM, fucking hurry up horrible. He pays niggas that I'm just like, yo, like looking at his game film, I don't know why. Like Cody Zeller makes like eighteen million a year. And it's just like fam. But but that's what I'm saying. Scotty, we're looking at him like, yo, he deserves that. Like I think that's the difference with the fans. Like what you're saying about us like why didn't you pay him? Like, that's we're looking, looking at it. Like, that's looking at it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How we really couldn't comprehend yeah. it back then because we were young. But looking at it now, it's like, damn, yo, he really did deserve a lot more. Yeah. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm just saying I understand why they were stern on there. You knew what you were signing from jump. Like, to me, that kind of goes back into. You don't think it's weird that he didn't practice business norms? Like, the one, like, extending me in my one year deal? Because it wasn't just Scotty. Mike said 
they showed a part where Mike was like, yo, you know he doesn't extend um, guys on their last year deal. Now, I don't know when they discovered that. They might have discovered it after they signed their deals because Mike was tremendously underpaid also. I think Mike didn't get paid like the top five until his last, the last three year run. I think prior to that, Michael Jones underpaid yeah. like a lot of the time. So I don't know when they and found And to me, out. that could be another thing. Like, fam, we had Mike out. underpaid all these years and he was the reason we winning. Why you expect the last year for us to now just drastically put you next to him when you had two years to prove that we was what but we Gordon, were without him? Gordon even said too, yeah, like yeah. he believed that you know what I'm saying that two that two mil was like he should be getting paid what I'm getting paid. Yeah. Obviously. So it's like I get both sides of the thing is I guess where I always just understand the it's only but so much that you can keep asking for when you're always looking for someone else to give you what you feel you deserve. Wait, it's only so much that I feel like you can ask for from someone else to keep giving you what you feel you deserve. Like in any contractual situation of anything, when you go for a, when you when you as you right now just go and interview for a job and they tell you, oh, what amount are you looking to start out at? Only, you know, what you feel you're wanting to get paid for that job and what you're willing to accept for the job. Okay, They could offer you. Whatever range of stuff they offer him, but it's not if it's not what you're willing to accept for it, you're not going to take the job because you're looking at it from what situation is different. People take jobs that they probably no, I'm pay more but I'm saying in the standpoint of that's however you would decide to negotiate it based on whatever you have going on because in a sense we're all looking to get paid from another entity or something until we're in a position to just pay ourselves. So if you're always in a position of looking to get from other from somebody else, you can't always expect for them to have the same pretense of feeling what you feel based on what you want if you're not willing to do the same on their end. I feel like I, I feel what you're saying. Then my only point I would say is it's hard to compare athletes to how we work. And this is what I mean. Whatever your feel may be, say is the average is fifty thousand. When you go into this meeting and your brain, you expecting to hear something around 50,000. It might be 48 and you might be like, all right, cool. I just got to earn mine until I get into this average that my peers make. Sports ain't like that. Sports, like especially that that particular case, but anything, you ain't getting paid off of averages. You're getting paid off of your skill level. Like it's a little different to compare that. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no, only because you may start out at whatever the field's at, but then whatever work that you do for whatever company is willing to pay for it can increase, can increase based on how you perform. So say me and you are both going for the same job for sports management. Okay. All right. And we're both just, we're, we both went to the same companies. We had interviews. You have prior experience already managing somebody and I don't. They may still be willing to be like, yo, we're trying to bring on more of a staff, so we're giving everybody. But you, in a sense, could still start out higher than me based on your already experience of working and doing this more than what I had. Right. So although the field may still dictate a certain range or something, your skill set and what your experience was, was why you could dictate to leverage it differently. So it would just come down to your negotiation for what whatever company you're looking to sign to do. It's kind of the same so thing. So that's what I was scale. saying, though. That's what I was saying, though. That's I, was what saying, yeah. I was saying that you might start a little under 50, like what you're saying about experience. But I'm saying it's going to balance out where most of us are going to be in this range between, let's just say, 50 and 55. Because this is what yeah, our profession makes. Yes, yeah. this is what our profession makes. 
Sports is different. If you're nice, you're getting paid a lot more than the average player or the, the role player or the bench player. Like the the better athletes make a tremendous usually make a really good more amount of money than the average Joe. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is based on the initial portion of you starting anywhere, that was his somewhat initial contract with them. Well, so all, the original drink that told him was a bad deal. Nah, his original deal was was a rookie year deal. He signed the seven year deal in ninety one. No, no, he got what drafted I, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that deal that that second deal that he signed from the point of them not winning into winning throughout that deal. Yeah, prior yeah. to them winning through the deal, this was the deal that they even told him this ain't even the best deal for you to sign. The drink could change X, Y, and Z. If they had never said any of that, I'm all for Scotty's point. The fact that they were initially up front and telling him themselves. We're offering you a bad deal, yeah, and you still took the deal. I, I see, That's I'm just where it's hard for me to always side I'm on his line of it because you knew what you was getting into. I'm not like, defending him signing this bad deal. I'm just saying it's normal to extend him after in the last year. I, I have never just that's a bad bad deal he signed. I have right. no argument for that. Yeah, like I'm saying what he was. I mean, you was yeah. told that this you, is a bad deal. Yeah. That, like, that's the. I'm only, simply saying, bro, it's normal NBA. Like, to yeah, but then, like you also said, they also knew that. They found that out. Owners, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, when they yeah found we don't out. know when. But because they might have been in the facility, like how I said, the seven day thing. They might have been in there, like, yo, wait a minute, yo, because like even at my job, we tell people like, oh, you work through us, well, you get paid on Friday. We get paid on Wednesdays, but we just tell people that just in case something go wrong. They right, can't right, get right. mad at us like, yo, y'all ain't pay us on Wednesday. Right. It's normal. We, you know what I mean, worst case scenario, you get paid. So when you when they signed a deal, they might have thought, man, everybody like growing up watching, everybody just paid. I mean, gets the extension they last year. Like this is a six year deal for real. You know what I'm saying? And then when they was in this contract, they might be like, damn, they really made you wait till last year. Like, oh, they must not like you. And they start seeing like, yo, everybody is. Just, do it like yeah. Because he could have been told, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and sign it's a bad deal, but I'm pretty sure, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? we're gonna we, we, gonna get job. we might, we might. From everything that what everybody might. that was coming out and saying that they told him, if you sign this deal, we not renegotiating. So I'm only going off of what the whole field from journalists, people on the team, right. all do of them think, are saying. Do you think that's 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 normal business lingo? Like how I said, the seven day delivery. Do you think that's normal business day, uh, business lingo? I think it depends to, on to what, say we're not going to renegotiate. I think it depends on what field and whoever you're signing I, to. I mean, yeah. NBA. I don't, I don't mean in general. I'm saying, do you think that's normal for them to say, oh, we going to honor contract, but that's just lingo to protect them? Because to me, when I heard that, it sounded like lingo to protect them. Like, to me. But everybody interprets stuff differently. I'm going to say, yeah, only from the standpoint of, to me, the NBA has always shown that while, yeah, the players make, the players are what fill the seats and win the championships and win the games. Bringing the revenue. Bringing the revenue. The ownership is still going to determine how they best feel that they want to spend the revenue. So regardless of what another team may do for somebody else, that's them, bro. Like I'm gonna operate how I want to operate over here. Like the same it to me it's the same thing from the field may generate that all players renegotiate their last deal. But if you have two teams where Maybe everybody in their organization or on a team are all veteran players that didn't had multiple deals. Maybe they've already been stuck in their way of fam. We don't renegotiate on our last deal because the field of how we've been signing 
doesn't dictate for us to do so based on the age bracket of the people on our team. So it's hard to say how they were looking at stuff. Like Mike already said, we don't want no young players playing. So it could have been where they were like, we're not renegotiating the last deals based on age, nutrition, X, Y, and Z. We don't right. know the cap for it. Like it's hard to say what one team would decide to do based on whatever the field's doing because they were basically the most dominant team at that point in time. They was the ones winning. So they could kind of dictate how they wanted to do it because who else you going to go to? Like we beating the field. I don't care what the field doing. Like what we doing over here works for us because we winning. I think you can go like like even with age, you can just plan around that in a sense of you don't have to give them a, a long deal. Like like how they did seven, you can do a, a one year like good pay deal or two year whatever. Yeah, like, you worried about the age is what I'm saying. Yeah, like to me, it just all depends on the organization and your your stance within the organization. Like could Scotty have probably renegotiated if him and Jerry Cross were on better terms? Probably. But your stance with the GM to me kind of determines how any player is going to have uh, for their contract. I, don't think he, I, don't, I think that that what they said about him that was with his guys too. Like what they said about he don't renegotiate the last year. Yeah, yeah. Not what I I'm. That's with his guys also. Like yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is like Kirk Kiko or Kirk. Say say he say Jerry Krause wasn't the GM, but that it was how Mitch Kupchak is with the Lakers, like. If we rock with you, all right, yeah, we may have said this before. We saw all the work you have put in. We're going to take care of you. Like, regardless of how he may operate with other people, you can determine how your relationship is with said person for whatever they decide to do. He was just on his whole bullshit regardless of because he had this, yo, I feel like I don't get the credit I deserve as a whole. So F all of y'all type thing. Like that's basically where his. You talking about the gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. basically where his drink came in, and, and I mean, it kind of. He wanted credit for building the team. Yeah, like you didn't drive Jordan. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like nobody. They still, they still did the work. Right. So you you got everybody but the key star. Like we not trying to hear this right <laughs> at all. Which to me, I mean, even that's still like a a hard. Like I get some of why he felt how he felt because it's like fam. The last year he still build around. He had to do. He ain't build around. So I feel him. Yeah, yeah, like this is out of the 12, 13 people signed. I only didn't sign one, fam. Like, yet it took all twelve of y'all to still win. So why am I not getting what I do? Uh, that one nigga is real poor. That's why. And it's not. And it's not to say that, but then also from the standpoint of like, Jordan, we saw your team. We saw your twelve. Yeah, we saw your twelve. True. Y'all went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Y'all was, get, y'all was a bad call away from going to finals, but the year after, yeah, y'all, y'all needed my guy. Like y'all True. needed that. Boy. But then he could also look at it like Jordan got drafted in what eighty four, something like that. I'm not sure. So from eighty four up until around ninety ninety one, when it was just you and you was doing whatever with who you ever had here before I could orchestrate shit, you wasn't winning either, fam. It took both of us for you to be here and whoever got you here, and for me to then put the pieces around you to he help came you build. Scotty rookie year, so he came in like the, later in the eighties. I want to say Jordan was drafted maybe eighty three. I want to say this guy came like eighty six, eighty seven. Because my guy swept his first two years and they won the next year, right? The first round they beat Cleveland. The that was a year because I because they said Jordan didn't get out the first round until Scotty came, right? I think so. So, yeah, he drafted Scotty, so it probably was like three years later. So, that's why I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm just saying I could see why he felt how he felt. Yeah, 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 like, you basically doing all of this and never getting recognition for nothing. It's like, bro, at some point, 
come on, man. Like, just give me my just do a little bit. But then it turned out how it turned out. And I mean, now it's kind of, it's even weird just watching it. And because it's like he's not in a position to, I guess, say more since the doc. Because from my understanding, he like can't, we can't get his perspective. Right. We yeah. can't get his perspective now when it's like after all this time, like this John was been done from years ago. And they Jordan, got David Stern on there. Yeah. Before he passed, before he passed. Yeah. Shout out to my man, David Stern, man. I, I mean, we're going to talk about it a lot more in later episodes, but this John just, I don't know. So I'm there, not, there I'm is, not there rocking. something else I want to. Somebody, I, I can't remember who, but somebody, like a fan person, was saying that Jordan could have helped Scotty get his deal because of his power. And I read it, and I said, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I did see that. Someone yeah. said that. And my thing is this. The same time Scotty was trying to get his championship, Jordan told them, yo, if y'all fire Phil, like, I'm retiring again. Boy said, yo, Phil go 82-0. and 0. Like, we ain't bringing him back. And Jordan retired. Like, so if I can't get my coach back, I can't get you paid, fam. Right. Like, I don't know right. where this idea came from. Me either. But I can't. I can't. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, was like, crazy. I jumped out there a year before for Phil, and they did not care. Like, and that was the coach. Said yeah. my man could have had a 100% <laughs> winning record. I don't care, bro. I'm get out. paid somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know, man. This this whole it's doc got me. to me why he didn't want Phil. Like, to me, in today's game. Because Phil wasn't his guy. I mean, I get that. But I'm just saying, in today's NBA, a coach performs, he's staying. Like, I don't know one coach who is out here winning championships and is even questioning if he's getting paid or not. Like, it's not even a debate. They, they are comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, for a coach in today's game to have – that success with his teams and then get the boot is crazy. I mean, that's again that to me that, that just all just depends on. Into this game. That's what I'm saying. You would get paid like the they be like yo coach, you're staying, bro. Until until you are a crazy loser streak, you're staying here. So, but I guess the only thing, and not to even get back on it, it for why <laughs> I was saying earlier about the GM and the owner thing because. I was blaming the owner. I was yeah. saying I think the GM is taking too much Bradford. I think the owner should have stepped in. Yeah, yeah, for paid. sure. I'm just saying in that scenario, like to me, both displayed their power at different times. So that's why it's hard to say. Like, yeah, the owner may own the team, but I may not know what's going on. I may just be the person signing checks, so I might not be the best voice to make a decision for something. Clearly, he should be getting a lot more bad stuff said about him for yeah. you was winning and how'd you not know what was going on under your umbrella but we see it do happen a lot more often than the side of you where you're saying that they have final say because of them running everything and them having the money to do so like yeah my thing for is him even one feel back he still only was able to get him back for a year based on the gm like i don't care about what happens after this year like that's where i was siding from my argument of it like he got him the one year for him battling back and forth with his own gm and yeah. he's the one owning it so that's where I'm saying, like, clearly there's some power structure going on where, fam, I don't care how you feel. Give him the one year, whatever. He's not coming back again, period. My man said if he won 82-0, and 0, I'm not signing him again, and they didn't sign him. So that was my only thing. I'm not saying that you was wrong about, yo, the owner has the final say. We've seen it happen before. I'm just saying clearly there was enough internal power structure of, yeah, he may sign the check, but we know who runs this team. We know who runs this organization when it comes down to it. My, it was the same thing to why, me. I'm not disagreeing with you. This is another point. Separate. My thing is this, bro. You winning, 
And the nigga is saying, yo, we not resigning, dude. Sam, get the fuck out. Like, we're not, I'm not about to lose Jordan. Like, that's my mindset, Right. You're fired, me. Like, you don't want to resign them? Cool. Right. We will go sign somebody but, else. But then on, I guess, Krause's leverage could be, all right, fire me. And who you going to bring in that can replace me for what I did? Because we'll in his mind, he feels like he could go somewhere else and rebuild the team the way he built that team. Good luck. Go <laughs> find Michael Jordan somewhere else. Good luck. I hope uh, uh, he, hit the best thing that could have happened to him. But you see what I'm saying, though? signed him and he got Kobe. That would be the best thing that could have happened to him. Sam, if he would have did happen. that, oh it my would, god! Yeah, other than that, fam, good luck. Cause <laughs> you not building. But you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like you see I'm what I'm saying, though. Like, take my chance with Jordan over you. I get it, but then, like, to me, that does fall on the owner knowing the business that you own. Like, another example of it to me was even like early in the '90s with the Cowboys. Like, I'm not a Cowboys fan. People in my family is. They always talk about how great they were of a dynasty back then. Yeah, but everybody always mentions yo yeah jerry was the owner but jimmy johnson was the team when jimmy left there were people that was more low to him in that building than the person signing a check because they knew i don't care who's upstairs this is my shit bro you gonna operate when i say operate you gonna move how i say move i don't care what he telling y'all when you step in these corridors it's my say period that's how it does go a lot of times depending on position depending on wherever it's at whether it's the gm the coach to me, like the perfect example field, wouldn't you say? Because like a coach, I feel like in football can cut you. You're not getting cut in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? There is a lot more power in the NFL over players. Well, but that you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a but different. I guess to me, that's where I'm saying in regards to the management aspect of it is why Jordan was in the position where he's like, all right, I'll leave, and then he decided to do so on his own because at that point, because, he, one of them was going to leave. Either Jordan was gonna leave or Jerry Cross was gonna leave. Whatever yeah. Jerry Cross's contractual shit Back was. He ain't putting the ball through the hoop, fam. You, we can, we'll pick some out. This is the thing. Jerry low key saved Jordan's legacy. Jordan wanted to play until he lost. Like he said, we have the right to defend it because we're champions. So because of this guy, we can always go to Jerry. Mike was chasing no. Where if it would have played out like how I said, I would have kept Mike. There's no guarantee we would have won the shit, but we would have competed until we, like, until I would have deemed, yo, these niggas is old and can't play no more. Like, how you said Scotty play, I know, I think Scotty played at least six more years, maybe seven. Yeah, Yeah, I think he played. Yeah, so. I think he played until, like, 04, I want to say. Yeah, so my thing is, like, Jordan would have kept playing. Fuck with me, because Jerry would have got fired. But, yo, man, you're not resigning? All right, cool. You know what I mean? So that that definitely helped his legacy, low key. Love him retiring like yeah. that, but because I mean, it's a um, Jordan would have been six and one, eight and one. He would he would have got a one fucking with me because we would have kept going. He would have <laughs> kept going. <laughs> yes, it's, it's that one. yeah. I mean, like, watching this, John. We gonna keep defending this thing till we lose, bro. Like we gonna lose eventually. Watching this, John, it, it got me feeling a way about about Mike, like. Well, I ain't going to say feeling away about him from watching it. It's confirmed how I felt before watching it. How did you feel before watching it? That Mike was an asshole who just was able to play off of the era he played in. He's an asshole that played off the era he played in? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I keep hearing people like, oh, he would dominate in today's game. I don't feel like MJ would be the MJ we know if he had the overall field of 2000 until now mm. 
with everybody with everybody's career being what what their career was from prime 2000 until now i don't feel like he's going to do three separate three peats or winning or going or two separate three peats and going six for six when he played i just don't personally feel that way i mean i'm not going to say that he wouldn't be great different i mean it depend on the team and everything like that I still think I think he'd be a dominant player. I mean, we wouldn't know how his team would be built. He'd be a great, these, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He'd still be a good player, great player to score and all that. But I just feel like sometimes, like we, like yeah, I feel like sometimes we just because of how what, great he was in his in dominating. What do you include in dominating though? Because are you talking about team success or are you talking about individual success? Both. To me, I guess that's why, in a sense, I mean, in the course, it was my error for why I feel like Kobe's my guy because I've seen him duel it out with people that was on par of like yo if he slips up tonight they could go off for 50 there wasn't that many of those people in my opinion from watching this jordan doc that even in jordan's mind he felt like he had to truly worry about right that's our generational thing right because like i can't go on a naming trade of a bunch of players from his era i can name you players from this era because i watched them i mean i can name players from like i mean i mean i'm saying like a bunch of them like i can now like i'm saying the current players like, we, like you can't name like outside of like three or four is what you're saying. Yeah, compared to now, it will seem like three or four. I can name some guys, but compared to if you ask me about some players in today's game, well, I'm going to, yeah. I'm saying from the standpoint of like, it's going to sound like I so when you. so when they played Portland the one year and everybody was talking about uh Clyde the Glide yeah. and he was like, yo, I'm I'm proving that I'm better than him. Like to me, that was that was evident. Like. Clyde, you was nice, bro, but you wasn't on Jordan's level. I'm talking about, like, Kobe knew he couldn't play with T-Mac. T-Mac knew he couldn't play with AI. AI knew he couldn't play with Vince Carter. Like, fam, it's not just no cakewalk when I come out here. Yeah, I actually yeah, yeah. have to, like, I have to go hard every time I come out here because this going to be a battle or a Jordan, bad night Jordan for me. Was a guard coming up through a big man era. era. That's what Kobe I'm saying. was a guard in a, in guard, a guard era. Okay, I got you. So the position of it of, like, I actually have. I don't have the drone of just turning the switch on and off. My drain has to stay on, or he's giving me forty five. I don't feel like he had to go through the same the same now, amount now, of that consistently. The thing is, I'm about to say the thing is, it was known as a big man era, but they had good guards. They had good guards for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. but even and that was a, that was. I mean, we'll talk about it on the next drink. But I don't want to give no. Or yeah, I will give a tip. Don't sign a Scotty contract if y'all out here listening. Um, that's my only tip. I got no tip today. Yeah, fuck it. No tip, Mac. Um, nah, you caught me off guard. Respect. Respect. Another episode, man. We're about to get a body here. I'll let y'all later.